Porter City presents Five Days Family Live Prayer and Fasting Theme Greater Grace The date is 30th of August to 3rd of September 2021 It's happening at Porter City Mutual Prom Pram And your speaker is The Prophet Nana Sei Opokusakonye I am beginning to look at it from this angle that the marriage thing is a very serious business. I told you that you cannot experiment it. I am number one. Let me put some things in perspective. Number one, um, thank God for the call of God. Apostle Paul said he, he called everybody, and out of the result of saving everybody, some he gave them some, um, um, uh, make them apostles and prophets and teachers and evangelists. And I'm privileged. Uh, when you ask me, maybe I'll tell you that I'm a prophet. Uh, that is office I will preach. But I believe that God has connected all kinds of things also. Uh, maybe now I will say more of like kind of like apostolic realm. So I'm not going to preach this thing to you because I'm a perfect man. No. Amen. There is something about the marriage I was telling you on Sunday that uh, it's a school without graduation. So I'm still learning. Amen. But I believe that I had opportunity to preach it because God is going to use me to help somebody. Amen. And I pray that you listen to it with the ears of your spirit. Number two, I want you to understand that as we begin to preach like this, some things are going to confront you. Yes. One of the most difficult things that will happen to everybody is the ability to change. Nobody likes change. Amen. So it will be useless to come here listen to the word of God and you are not ready to repent or change. So, uh, make sure that the portion that comes to you that you need to change, you change. Because the reason we are preaching the word is that you will change. All scriptures are given by the inspiration of God and they are profitable. So, the word of God is for profit. And so, believe God that the part where you need to change. You see, if you look at the gospel very carefully, Jesus Christ came to preach and one of the common words is repent. Repent, repent, repent. It means that <laughs> change some ways. Uh, stop doing some things so that's number two we are going to stand on james chapter 3 verse 13 james chapter 3 verse 13 apostle james was talking about different kinds of wisdom who is a wise man and endure with knowledge among you let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness and what wisdom so if you are a wise man you show it with a good conversation uh, mm, your works with what meekness which is another word for humility and then what wisdom so now he's going to talk about wisdom when you go to verse number four say but but if you have bitter envy and strife in your heart glory not and lie not against the truth it means that he's, he's written he's writing this one to christians and he said that when you have bitter bitterness and envy don't lie against the truth that god is going to justify your bitterness i'm going down then he got to verse number 15 and said that this wisdom the bitterness and the envy said this wisdom descended from above it means that he is going to explain different kinds of wisdom he said that wisdom is earthly so there are certain wisdom we demonstrate it's wisdom all right but it's earthly wisdom there is another wisdom the bible says is sensual there's another wisdom that is sensual there's another one that the bible says is devilish so james is talking about different kinds of wisdom here so the fact that somebody is preaching or, or, or kind of presenting some wisdom that's not means from God. So there are certain wisdom that is being delivered to you by some Babylon. Let me go to the people here because I don't know. So he said that this wisdom descended from above. So 
what I'm going to preach this week is a wisdom that is descended from above. Why? Because I'm going to base it on authority of God's word, which is the final thing on earth. If that thing is not based on the word, then it's come under one of this. So there's something called earthly wisdom. Are you getting it? It might not be wrong. You go to university, you are not a medical doctor. They, they, they impact knowledge of medicine. Then you come out as a medical doctor. Earthly wisdom. There's another wisdom. The Bible says sensual. Now look at the New Living Translation. Look at the way the New Living Translation come out. For jealousy, for jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Some things are actually unspiritual and demonic. So another word for sensual can be another word for carnality. And it's another word for unspiritual. You are either spiritual or carnal. You cannot be neutral. And the Bible is saying that there are some wisdom people who demonstrate. So if you don't take care, there is a way you are married. But the marriage is based on earthly wisdom. That is not what we are going to learn this week. There is another way you are trying to marry your wife or your husband. And it's based on, on spiritual wisdom. It is a wisdom alright. But it's not based on authority of God's way. However, there is another final one that people are marrying but it's demonic. You can marry and the marriage is based on earthly wisdom. Totally earthly wisdom. That's what we are going to talk about. Because you are going to see that there are unbelievers who have married for 60 years. The fact that you are married for 60 years, that's you have enjoyed the marriage. The, the next reason why I'm preaching this is that I want your marriage to be in the center of the will of God. If it is in the center of the will of God, then you can fulfill the reason why God brought you to this earth. Because God may be directing you to this path and that is the center of God's will for your life. But marriage can divert your course. It means that marriage has the power to take you out of the will of God. Today God told me something I never thought about. He said that if you think you have chosen a wrong partner, then you have also chosen a wrong either father or mother for your, for your children. That means that if I go and marry, or you go and marry and think that the woman you chose is wrong, then based on your choice, you're also giving your children a wrong person. Hey. So if you think you have chosen a wrong, a wrong man, then your children choose a wrong father. Hey. Oh man, you are not ready for this one. Are you ready for it? If you think you have chosen a wrong wife, then your children has a wrong mother. So choices are very crucial. That's what I say. It's not based on earthly. It's not based on spiritual. It's not based on demonic. It's based on biblical wisdom. Biblical. It's standing on authority of God's word. So I'm going to say some things. And the reason why you are going to get offended is that it's not earthly. Apostle Paul said that if I preach circumcision, why am I offended? Truth is temporarily painful but permanently related. It will permanently rebreak through, but temporarily it's painful. So it's not going to be based on earthly wisdom. If you think that, if you decide to go and choose a partner today, and after two months you come back and say, No, I make a wrong choice, I didn't marry the right two man, then assuming you are going to have children, you have also make a wrong choice for your children. But really, is anybody really wrong? Who is really a right partner? And who is a wrong partner? It may be according to your earthly definition. I am going to start very soon with the Ten Commandments of marriage in my division. It might be more than ten. But this is the ten I have chosen from the word of God.
Now, the second authority is that after you have married for over two decades of marriage, that is 20 years plus, I have the right to talk to you. After two decades of marriage, 20 years, based on what I deal with, based on people that talk to me, based on people I talk to, based on the grace of God on my life, I can tell you some things. And I'm going to be very practical. Dude, I was doing some studies and God was showing me some things I have never seen. Like I was telling you just now. If I come to the place and you just begin to think that, oh, I married the wrong partner. What about the children that you came out of the woman you call wrong woman? It means that you have made a decision that has affected your children. You have wrong children too. Nobody has ever thought about it. That's why I say it's not based on earthly wisdom. Mm-hmm. And it's going to straighten up because sometimes the way you are trying to accuse, it might be on earthly wisdom. Maybe your accusation is on spiritual wisdom. The reason why you are accusing the person is because you have not come to the place to line up with the word of God. Because if you come to the place to line up with the word of God, then you are going to do what exactly what God wants you to do. Any step outside the center of the will of God, we can't promise the future of that step. It is when you are standing on the word of God that you can promise that you are standing on a solid foundation. So he said the wisdom is what? It can be unearthly, it can be demonic, it can be unspiritual. Hallelujah. Now what is this? This marriage we are talking about is God's idea. It's God's idea. It's God's idea. It's not man's idea. It is God that instituted marriage. I'm going to show you some things in a second when I get back to my notes. And so, when we see two people marrying, it's not an experimental thing. God himself decided that people are going to marry. Now, today, I saw something that was very interesting. Mm. That, I'll come there in a second, but God said that a man will leave his father. And the fe- that is the first word that came to the first couple. God created the first couple, Adam and Eve. And the first instruction to them is that a man will leave his father and mother and both of them didn't have parents. we will come to that and I will show you something so there are things God is saying now is for tomorrow there are things I'm going to say now it may look like today you don't need it but tomorrow you need it so you better pick it now when God told Adam that the man will leave his father and mother they've never seen a parent they couldn't even understand what God is talking about because they can't look back and see a father and a mother (laughs) Amen. Then I'm going to come back and expand why God said that. Why did God tell people without parents that a man is going to leave his father and mother? Who is Adam's parents? Right, the first couple received that commandment. The first couple that came out of the clay that God with and breathed into them, God was instituting the marriage covenant and he told them that a man will leave his father and mother. It's going to be one of the strong connections of the Ten Commandments. So you cannot cleave unless you leave. What kind of living are we going to talk about? Serious business. There is no generation that marriages are attacked since Jesus died than this generation. All over. Everything is attacking marriage. Everything. Today God showed me that when I got married, the communication system, latest one were phone booth. If you are lucky, you have a landline. Few people has it. It was normally with companies. It was not individual homes. 
So to do a call, you buy a card, you go to the phone booth, sometimes you go there, it's a queue, you put your card inside, you begin to make a call. It, when my mother got married, I don't think there was a tele- there was something they called telegram. All kinds of things were there. To communicate with somebody, you have to go and do telegram. I don't even know what they were doing. Are you getting it? Telephone has been there for some time, but it was not things that were in people's house. They do wiring, and sometimes my, 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 my auntie's uh, husband was a, a, a railway station or master or something. From road. So you go, they say they, they make something, go, 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 then they, they call. So from Abuasi to uh, Akemoda or Atiyase, then their communication is on the line. Now, so there was a time eh, when, 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 when you get married to this lady, or let me, let me, let me, I don't want to use people's wives for those de- demonstrations. If you get married to a man, let's say Kwame's wife is not here, you get married to Kwame, and Kwame has an ex-girlfriend, and the ex-girlfriend is in America, it will be difficult for Kwame to communicate. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> that is that generation I'm talking about. So those generations, when people live, they've left. But today, Kwame can have an ex-girlfriend and by mo- Oh my goodness. So your ex-girlfriend can be in your bedroom by your mobile phone. He's there. Some married people has the, 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 the password on their phone. Their wife don't know. And not all the na- names in your phone content are correct. I told you a story about somebody who was uh, courting with a lady or they were dating and then the lady's phone was calling her, uh, then the number called her, uh, then the, the dean came in Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> so he watched, hey, Cristiano Ronaldo be calling my fiancé. Wow. And the girl was very shocked. Then the call cut. After about 10 minutes, another one was calling, calling her, uh, then maybe Didier Droba. Hey. I said, no, this one... <laughs> I don't understand. So the guy decided to call. He asked me want to call. So he said, I'm going to call. When he checked the phone number, his name appeared Mercy. I said, uh-huh. So are you getting the point now? <laughs> you have to know. <laughs> okay, let me get out of that. So on his girlfriend's phone, Somebody saw his uh, husband's, uh, his, uh, uh, what do we call it? Uh, husband's phone ringing driver. And then he went to the driver, was killing the car, said, Kwame, I don't know, Fred Daddy. Who are you, Fred? So, me, Fred Daddy. Uh, Daddy's phone is ringing. Why are you calling? Daddy's phone is ringing. I'm calling. And the other said, No, I have not called Daddy. So, the wife said, Hey, wait, driver. Then the wife decided to pick that man and call back. A woman pick it. And I said, Kwame, when did you take a woman driver? This is, these are the things, that's what I'm telling you, sir. There is no generation marriage is under attack. Yes, because those, our mothers, eh, the distraction we have, they didn't have it. Technology has made the way become a global village. So you can be sitting here by you and right? I go to America, eh? People tell me stories in Ghana, me myself, I've not heard. I said, you people live in America, me in Ghana. Somebody was asking me a question about something in Ghana that me, they know more in this country than me that is sitting here. That is the system where we are. Because some of the news they listen to, I don't listen to it. But they are always listening to news to find out what has happened to Ghana. And, and so that is how the world system is. 
There is something that I grow, they call it oral sex. There are things they call different things that the devil has taken over. So we are going to talk about serious business now. That if you really want this thing to work in the context of what God defined it, then you better stay out of Babylonian system. It will destroy you. Now, this is what I love about Babylon. Babylon will make the thing look very good. Babylon know how to wrap it. They know how to put wrapper around it and present it to you. They won't tell you that this is the details of it. A man was telling me that I went to join some secret society. It make it look like I was going to be a millionaire. I started making the money, but they didn't tell me the other side. That at a certain month, every day you must go and sleep in a cemetery. Now let me tell you something. I am not talking about the cemetery in America or London or Germany. You go to America or Germany, people's cemetery are behind. People even want to build a round cemetery. Our cemeteries are different. Yes, yes, yes. The Brochet Cemetery, you only see cross, 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 and you walk there, they read the places, grass. You don't even see the tombs. No. Our own is different. Huh? Cemeteries, you get there, you remove your shoe. You remove your shoe. And without any referee, yourself say on your mask and said, um, ah, My hometown cemetery, uh, Jesus Christ. Even when you are driving, you get there, you must overspeed. Heavy place. Heavy. I have gone to abroad. I have gone to some cemetery. I have come to our cemetery. Because we believe in witchcraft. We love witchcraft. They love the witchcraft too. But I don't know how they operate in their own compared to our own. Our witchcraft is very, very... It has moved from analog to digital. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. All these things are, they won't tell you the details. When 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 you go to the office and the guy is making advances towards you, and the guy is making look like he's a better woman than your wife, and the way he's taking your shoe and your jacket, and you remove your jacket and go and hang it somewhere and say, Can I give you a tea? Babylon is presenting her as if she's the best. But there are details because what God says is wrong, you can't make it right. Once God says something is wrong, there is nothing you can do to get that thing right. Can I take you on a journey? Open your eyes. Hallelujah. Open your eyes. Without God, maybe I won't still be married to mommy. I, I told her to that girl. I don't know whether to that girl. If it's not because of Christ, maybe we are still not married. If it's not because of Christ. So he must be in the equation. The fact that you are a pastor that some you don't have taught. If the devil tempted Jesus, you would tempt everybody. If Satan spoke to Jesus, you would speak to everybody. So not all the things you are hearing is from God. So you can hear that this lady is a wrong woman. He might not necessarily be a wrong woman, but a voice is speaking to you. Isn't it amazing that Adam sinned? God came into the garden. God, Adam told God, I, I, I heard your voice and I'm naked. And God asked Adam, who told you God, it shocked me that God asked Adam that who told you you are naked who told you you are naked who told you your wife is wrong who told you the man you are married is a wrong man who told you that there is no future for your marriage something is speaking to you something is speaking to you no 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 
all people who have a man was talking to me about America invasion and said that um, I, I committed adultery and I saw that it is when I listened to you, I saw the, the, what I have really done. But he said, and I love what he said. He said, initially, when I saw the lady, it's as if I've met my savior. The way the girl presented herself, everything shows that I have to drop my wife and marry her. My future is connected to her. And it's like everything I needed to make a woman make me feel like I'm a man. The lady has a He demonstrated it. When I come to the office, he speaks to me and I go back. I see my wife as a waste of time, useless woman, no vision. And I say, what even came on my eyes? I go back to this place. I am trying to develop something. I am trying to start a new business. This lady will come with ideas and tell me about what he, he will do. It was very promising until we started having sex. And then I saw that she has changed. That is the way the Babylonian system presented it. Samson, mother, asked Samson, are there no women in Jerusalem? Why you say, mommy, he pleased me. That is what Samson told his mother. Babylon has presented me to the man of God, Samson. She looked like a promising woman. This woman is going to support me to fulfill my ministry. He didn't know she was on an assignment. It looked like for a man to say, a woman, please me. It's me. It's, it's a package. She is the one I'm dreaming. This is every man's dream. Let me tell you something. Sometimes it's not the way you think. It is not the way you think. When Babylon presents the thing, they know how to make it presentable. Babylon knows your appetite. Babylon knows what you are looking for. Sometimes when you are sitting alone and you are talking, they hear. The spirit has sent there. Why did I even marry this girl? We didn't ask another man. They know. They know where your appetite You. They don't know what is in your heart, but you have said it. And it has come out of their mouth. And the target is that, what can we do to take her out of the will of God? Mm. If we leave her in the will of God, and let me tell you something, this is another powerful point. Anybody in the will of God is a threat to the devil's kingdom. Mm. Can I say that again? Once you find yourself in the center of the will of God, Satan see you as a major threat. As long as you are where God wants you to be, the devil has no, you, 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 he fears you. So his major assignment is that, what can I do to take this guy out of the will of God? If I can get him to, be, I love this thing, I love this also. One day, the Israelites were coming and Balaam high Balak to, Balaam high Balaam to go and catch them. Three times God changed the case and God came and met uh, that, that backsliding prophet and told him that that's so sad and said that, who are the people around you? And he told them that uh, Balak, the son of God, has sent them and he said, don't go with them. And he, even when God spoke to him, he went with them. And when he stood there, God put words in his mouth. Three times he couldn't curse Israel. Then he said, why? I pay you money to curse the people who have not cursed them. And the guy came and said, I cannot curse people God has blessed. Then Balaam came back with another method that these people God has blessed you, you can't curse them. But turn them against their God. Instead of you cursing them, let them do things. And the, the, the New Testament writer said that, cause them to commit fornication. Cause them to commit fornication so that you don't need to punish them. The same God that protects them will punish them. It doesn't mean God will punish them, eh? but God will take the defense yes, sir. so that the devil will have access. 
So sometimes, what the Bible calls God's punishment is that his defense is broken. Because as long as the hedge was there, the devil couldn't touch Job. Until the hedge was lifted. When God told him he's in your hands, he lifted the hedge and Job penetrated. Let's get it straight. Amen. There are people in the marriage, and there are so many thoughts. There is no generation. Babylon is talking to them like this generation. Everybody seems to think he has married the wrong partner. Everybody seems to think. Everybody. Nobody's trying to pay price to be. Oh, I love the first commandment. I'm coming. I'll come there in a second. I love the first commandment. I stayed. I said, Lord, you just let me preach only the first commandment today. And if you can give me your chance to preach that one, I'll be fine. Because this one is heavy duty. It's the greatest attack on marriages in our generation. And the first commandment is, thou shalt be selfless. And so if you are not selfless, then you are selfish. So the greatest attack on marriages now is selfishness. This is the greatest disease. Mm. Every one of us here, from the preacher to the one at the back there, if any one of us is going to struggle in anything in our matrimonial home, the first weapon is selfishness. If we can come to the place to be selfless, everything will work. Me, 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 me. The reason you are denying your husband's sex is about you. The reason you don't mind your wife is about you. No, it takes selfishness to have to commit adultery. Without selfishness, you, can't, you cannot commit adultery. Once you have a thought about the other person, you can't harm her. Selfishness. One day, a lady told me something that broke me. It broke my appetite for three days. I was not really fasting, but I couldn't also eat. Selfishness. He said, Papa, I'm married at the age of 28 years. I married my wife, my husband as a virgin. I went to do checkup, present arrest. I have HIV. And those those days were the time that there was no antiretroviral tablets and things. It was quite a threat. And and he said something. He said later my husband has to confess that he was sleeping with my own friend and took it from my friend and gave it to me. Selfishness selfishness first commandment of the temple thou shall be selfless so for marriage to work for it to be heaven on earth both parties must deny themselves <laughs> only five people are clapping <laughs> Write it down. Selfishness is the number one problem in marriage. What is the number one problem in marriage? Let me tell you something. Let me tell everyone look at me. We all suffer from the sin of selfishness. We all. We suffer from the sin of selfishness. We all suffer from the sin of selfishness. And today when I was trying to meditate on it, there is a place you pray, God gives you a word, you meditate. And I say, Lord, where did this coming from? The way God was talking, he said, right from the day you came out from the womb. When a child wants something, you start crying. It doesn't care whether the mother is ready or not. You better give me attention. Selfish people want attention. Everybody must give them attention without them giving anybody attention. Lift and say, Lord, deliver me from the spirit. If all of us can be free from the spirit, everything will work. 
Can you imagine Jesus Christ was selfish? How will he have saved us? That you are going to carry the sin of people's word. Do you know the danger about the sin that Jesus carried? He carried the sin that you are yet to commit. Can I say that again? He carried past sin. The one you are committing now. The one you commit after church. And the one you will be committing tomorrow. He has carried it. I didn't know a thing. Jesus carried both past, present, and future sins. And if he didn't carry our future sins, then after he became born again, we sin. Where do we go? If he carry only the past one and the present one, then what happened to the future one? If this man was selfish, if Jesus was selfish, would he have died? We all suffer from the sin of selfishness. Sometimes you hear people say, eh, why didn't you do the wedding? Eh, there are some things he does that I don't like, you know. By the time you go deep to it, there's some selfishness somewhere. It makes that breaks relationship. Most of the matrimonial home, you go, I go to some countries, and I don't want to mention the country because they are watching me. And you see a lot of them, he's not making me happy. I'm not, share, 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 share. The requirement for marriage according to biblical standard is just for happiness or holiness. I'll come to that. I'll prove something to you in the Bible. What does God really require from us? What does God really require from us? It is very, very debatable. But my eye hit it somewhere and I decided that this one looks like it's a very good point. And I pray that I find it somewhere. Maybe this is what Dr. Mas Moreau said about marriage and love. I was reading his book and I, I got it somewhere. He said, one, a successful marriage has little to do with love. Listen, I'm reading. Love is not the qualification for marriage. Love is a dangerous thing. Mas Moreau's blessed memory. Love can make you think you can make it. Every divorced person was first in love. With the person they divorced. So don't tell me love keeps you together. Caught my attention. So it must go beyond this thing feeling called love. Because time is coming, you won't feel that same thing. Watch this. Love does not guarantee success in marriage. Love brings happiness, but doesn't bring what it takes to make marriage work. Love brings happiness, but doesn't bring what it takes to make marriage work. The only thing that makes marriage work is knowledge. Serve uh, this great man. And that is what I'm trying to give to you this week. If you're a Christian, you'll be clapping for Jesus. What is the only thing that makes marriage work? Knowledge. What is a biblical connection? Dwell with the woman you have married according to knowledge. That your prayers will not be hindered. Even if you marry for 20 years, it does not mean you have not had challenges. It does not mean you have not had thoughts. I love my wife now than when I met her. And the reason my love is stronger is that my knowledge base has increased. So there are things that, if, if the same way I think the first five years of the marriage is what I'm thinking, that the marriage will not stand. 
Today I saw something. God said we should be childlike, not charges. What God demands is that we should be childlike, not childish. There's a difference between a childlike person and a childish person. We'll come to that later. So there are people who are childish, but they are not childlike. We'll come to that. Love. So, the marriage, I'm not surprised. When I was reading, I'm not surprised God told the husband to love the wife, but I didn't tell the wife to love the husband. No. When it comes to them, we say, submit to your husband. Do you know why he says submission? <laughs> because submission is not always obedient. Hey. Mm. Hey. Inside. Oh, I'm glad you said I spoke inside. Okay. Okay. Let me give you an example, whether you catch it up. Submission does not necessarily mean always obedient. It means that. Don't preach about this name. Did we not warn you that don't preach to anybody about this name? They submitted themselves to be arrested to the prison. But after they, they got back, they went to preach. It means they didn't obey. So, submission does not necessarily mean obedience. Don't pray again. And Daniel opened his window. He submitted to the power, but he didn't obey. So I would differentiate. Hey, I love you. I've married you. You are my wife. Don't go to church again. That is where the difference between submission and obedience comes. The father, you are my husband, has told me you are my Lord. You can sleep with me. You can, you can sex me, but you can't save me. So I submit to you, but in the context of this, I will not obey you. So submission does not necessarily mean obedience. If you contradict God's word. So, you are a fool for your husband to say, don't follow Christ and you obey. Let's go to become a Christian and then you follow. It means that <laughs> you don't understand the difference between submission and obedience. So, submission does not always necessarily mean obedience. We have to define it. I've just given you so many examples for you to understand. I've given you so many examples that you cannot deny what I just said. Daniel submitted to the authority. Don't do it. But when they say don't pray, he opened his window. I will submit, but this one I won't obey. This legislation law over, over my dead body that you want me to bow to your idol. Yeah? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, King, we respect you. We love you. But we are not careful to answer you this matter. We submit to you. And we do everything you said. But if it has to do with our God, then we are not careful to answer you. They are submissive, but in the context of this. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, all this thing about love, love, love. Don't go that with love. There is a place you come to that those love, love things doesn't work. It depends on where you ought to are dealing with. Marriage is not always romance. Marriage is not always a, a kind of a, a butter and a bread atmosphere. It's not always roses. There are challenges. Can I say this? Expect the best. And God is ready to give you the best. But sometimes, prepare for the worst. Expect that. That means that you didn't really to marry to get divorced. But looking at the way this guy behaves and walk out of you, what do you do? It doesn't mean your life has ended. 
You were not expecting that thing to happen. There are people who have divorced. They were not expecting. It's not in their timetable that they, ever in their life they will divorce. But they find themselves there. They were expecting their best, but the worst has happened. Life must continue from there. Put yourself together. Marry again. Learn the principle and learn where you fail. And make sure the second one works. You go to the other dimension of it. Love is not what made marriage work. Did I finish with you? Love does not guarantee success in marriage. So love alone does not guarantee success in marriage. And he doesn't love me again. And he doesn't love me again. You can marry at first and sometimes your husband will give you sex three times a day. And the way you are a sex animal, you love it. From time time, four times you handle We were reading somebody's testimony and he said that, I, 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 I know you. The, hallelujah. That's what it is. We will learn about high sex drive and low sex drive. But as generator keep working and grow, the power comes down. So whatever you are, do, you are enjoying now, don't expect it to be permanent. And when it change, it assumes me you should change. I'll come to the place of the commandment where suspicion comes in. He doesn't even sleep with you the way you should do first. And just on what we need. There's too much demand on the guy. This is what it is. You must suspect it. People have married. That is why I said that. Prepare for the worst. Prepare. People have married after two years, their husband became impotent. People have married after some time. Their wife cannot have sex again. Expect the best, but prepare. So you prepare by praying. You prepare. What is the preparation I'm talking about? Get closer to God. It saves you a lot when you are closer to God. It saves you a lot when you are not far from God. That trouble come and meet you with God. There was, there was a tone in Paul's flesh. God didn't take the tone. He told him, my grace is sufficient. So what you cannot change, ask for grace. Ask for grace. Ask for grace. Hallelujah. Ask for grace. <laughs> you feel like you lost someone, but you better get knowledge <laughs> on how to live with them. This is what the man said. You feel like you lost someone, but you better get knowledge on how to live with them. It means I don't let only the living based on love. No matter how you love somebody, get knowledge about how to live with them. It means that if I'm married and there are two women here and you have married, eh? if I, we are neighbors, eh? if Michael and Richard are neighbors and Michael's room is next to Richard's room, and Mark and his wife is living, and, and, and Richard his wife is living. Both of them must have personal knowledge about their wife. That means that the way Michael's wife will behave will be different from the way Richard's wife will behave. There are things that will offend Michael's wife, but Richard's wife will not move her. So it is not enough only love somebody, have knowledge. It's the same thing. Both of them, their wives should have knowledge about them. The man you have married or you are here to marry, is he a sensitive man? Is he a spiritual man? There are people, we call them country broker, country no broker, they day inside. There are some people too, when the country even get torn, it's a worried. <laughs> Mommy have to accept me the way I am. 
I'm a very sensitive person. Things trouble me. I want alignment. I, am, I get used to things. I don't like things that stay for too long. I always want a change. So every year or something, our bedroom has changed. If you don't, I will leave the place. You must shift the bed. You must move it from this side. I get used to things that are still. That is why sometimes you see me protest, having to see every time I'm changing something. I don't just like it. No, you are not getting knowledge. You are going to destroy your marriage because you are charges. The only way out of chargesness is maturity. The only way out of childishness is maturity. Grow. Look at somebody and say, Grow, grow. If you are sitting by your husband and say, Honey, grow. I am tired of your immaturity. Grow. Sometimes you have to get tired. Grow. It is, it, is a, it is a major benefit for you to grow. You are growing spiritually. You are not getting offended, rough, rough. Can I use the word rough, rough? Those of you watching me, it's, an, it's a Ghanaian English. You are not getting offended, rough, rough. Rough, rough. When you grow, you will not take advantage of your cycle. Your, your husband has accepted that when your cycle comes, it goes with some pain. But don't use it as a weapon. I'm not a woman, I'm a man. I'm not a woman, I'm a man. I don't understand what you are talking about. There are things, no matter your spirit, if you look at a man and you tell a man, birth is painful, fine. I know it's painful because I observe it. I observe it. I was just observe. I went to the maternity. I said, hey, everybody. Hey, ah, hmm, ah, hey, hmm, hmm, hey, 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 No, that's what, that's, I didn't say it out though, because if you say things out like that, it can cause, so I say it in my head. Some of you saw their husband coming. I mean, that is those who are in another realm. Their own is another realm. If you have insulted your husband, may the Lord forgive you. May the Lord sanctify that insult with the blood of Jesus Christ. A gynecologist told me, say, Prof, the pain women go through to deliver. After delivery, God keep it for five minutes. They won't deliver again. He said, the arrival of the baby make them forget the pain. But the process, it was a woman gynecologist who told me. So, I love this point very well. You feel like you love someone. You feel like you love someone. But you better get knowledge on how to live with them. And we are such a feeling culture that our insanity takes us to the altar. Making commitment we know we can't keep. Dr. Masmore of blessed memory. Powerful. And I understand why some people marry for 40 years. They have principles. It's not that their wives are better than you. They are women as women. There's a scripture in the Bible that caught my attention. Elijah was a man subject to life passing. So the prophet who is calling fire has constitution. He has weakness. He has short fall. He ran away by the threat of a woman. After he killed over 400 fetish priests. He was threatened by a woman. So the Bible says he was a man with life passing. So the guy that has married a woman with 40 years, maybe you are better than that lady. But they are walking by principles. There is a set of demons called principalities. You handle them with principles. It's not every demon that you bind. Some of them, you, you, you develop certain principles, they stay out of your territory. 
and I'm getting concerned about the way we are laying hands on people. And today God told me, son, it's not every problem that is solved by the anointing. Some of them are solved by knowledge. To help with them according to knowledge. I love it. Let me read it again. <laughs> you feel like you love someone. How many of you feel like we love someone? Has anybody feel like you love someone before? You feel like, yeah. Wave your hand, wave your hand. Don't be a hypocrite. Hypocrite. Haven't you ever feel like you love someone? Have you ever fallen in love before? Even though, yes, that is wrong. You are not supposed to fall in love. We fall. And that's why you never wake up again. I pray that you come up. We are not supposed to fall in love. We were supposed to walk in love, but we decided to fall. And God leave us to fall. But how many of us has fallen in love before? It's, it's something, no? Echua. Fall in love. Who's Roche? Anajuna minam newtan one o'clock. Sometimes by the time you get the all trot trust has gone. Then you walk from Newtown and come to go to Baby Hobby. Then you come and sit in some strange taxi. The taxi driver is strange. But you could see that if we send you normal time to go there, you won't go. You see, some of you, you caught that with a car, so you don't understand what I'm talking about. Do you know the method to climb Kaneshodoko space bus? It's different from the way you climb Newtown Trotro. And mommy was smart about that one. I say, oh yes, I am cool. You're in Tamo. We don't know how to go, sir. Newtown Trotro, it doesn't stop, it only slows down. Me, me, chairman, Edgina, now I'm going to say, if I'm a planky, no, just, hey, oh, yes, I am cool. I saw your fast in your cool. No, can I see the other baby? I'm free, but all of our college, oh, yeah, Baba, Baba, Madam, Madam, near General Cotter, my hobby, and Injana, because I'm going to fall for Sahan, near Koyani. Somebody says, it's called ongoing, ongoing. Give the Lord a clap of it, ongoing, now it's now. That is where we caught it from. Amen. So it doesn't matter how you laugh. All this is love, love, love. So you see, the reason why you are getting depressed is that you are still in that love realm. And where the marriage has come to, the love realm doesn't work. Now you are dealing with issues. Children are coming. Responsibilities are high. Men as men love to score points. So a man loves the fact that the full he, he has one house, but after three years he's building another one. Then the man feels like he's making it. But the woman wants the free to be loaded. Are you getting the difference now? But you see, when you have the money, both of them must be in place. Are you getting it? So if you stay in the realm of love, oh Jesus, I'm preaching. I feel like I'm preaching. I don't know whether I'm teaching or I'm preaching, but I'm saying something. We have to have knowledge. All of them are there. It is dangerous to marry a woman that he is bitter and you are the reason for the bitterness. A lot of people have never understand why things are crashing in their life. They are running around prophet and this is a deception. No prophet can change your destiny. No prophet is an answer to prayer. No prophet can answer prayer. Every prophet is under shepherd. So, I've not finished giving it to you. So, don't think you can misbehave and use a prophet to go and convince or deceive God. No prophet can twist God's hand. 
When I pray for you, there is a God in heaven that must answer. But let me tell you something. Answer to prayer become expedite when you are in sanctification. When you are walking in purity, it makes prayer answer come so quick. So don't grieve your wife. Step out of the scripture and go to a prophet to pray for the business to work. Because the one that is resisting the business is God himself. And if God is against you, who can be for you? You feel like you have someone, but you better get knowledge on how to live with them. And we are such a feeling culture. We have such a feeling culture that our insanity takes us to the altar. Making commitments we know we can't keep. Marriage is not protected by love. Marriage is protected by knowledge. What protects marriage? So, love does not protect marriage. It can start from there, but it must graduate from there. Love itself <laughs> must be based on knowledge. That means that it's not enough to know. You have to know that love is patient. Love is kind. It does not keep records of wrong. It's not envious. It's not boast. If you don't know, they don't think that love is kissing. Because some of you, your definition for love is totally wrong. When a, a man hugs you and your, your breast presses chest and then you go there and then you start having dreams. Some of you boys, your dreams are just uh, uh, troll station hug that you are taking it to dream. It's not based on knowledge. I even come to another dimension to come to the place that I have to come to the place in maturity to learn that you have to laugh by faith. That means that my love for mommy is not based on my feeling. It's based on what God said. And what did God say? Husband, love your wife. And what condition did he give? No condition. He didn't say if he respects you. And look at the way he lifted the bar. <laughs> there is something about God. You know, there are some things in the Bible that make him know that no man wrote in the Bible. Yes, I'm telling you, no woman wrote the Bible. He won't put there, submit to your husband. <laughs> Never. It was an inspiration of the Holy Spirit. No man wrote to the Bible. You would say, love your wife. And dwell with them according to knowledge. Read your knowledge. No child wrote the Bible. You would say, obey your parents. Because children are naturally stubborn. So I know this Bible is God's word. Everything on it, when I read it, I can prove that this is God's word. Because it's so balanced that he gives it to this one, he gives it to He gives everybody responsibility. And make sure you meet the responsibility. Powerful. God does nothing. If all of us, our marriages are not going to work, selfishness. Period. No one sickness in the marriage. The reason why you are not happy is because you are selfish. Me and you, if there is any bitterness in us, it's selfishness. The reason Jesus never get offended is that there was no selfishness in him. Mm hmm if your husband you are going to sleep in the night and you wear shorts to sleep it's selfishness if your husband touch you and say my bread my bread it's selfishness when our bread so you see when you are selfless it has nothing to do with you selfless people always think about the other person so the first command is thou shall be selfless that means thou shall not be selfish 
So if you see marriages that is, I'm not talking about your kind of marriage that you appear like every everybody knows that you are not happy. You are only pretending and don't hide behind because God's purpose for the marriage is not for us to to endure. Endurance can be very difficult. It keeps you, it brings you to the place of pretense. You are always pretending. You laugh when you are supposed to squeeze your face. Because you are always hiding something. It's made to, it's made to be enjoyed. That is God's original part. But the major sickness is selfishness. Selfishness is a reason for sex before marriage. Selfishness is a reason for, I mean, different things. Alcoholism, selfishness. No. Do you think about going to blow fuse to your wife, but you don't care? Everything, all the sins. No. And if so that the fruit was good. And it was pleasing to the eyes. And it's a fruit to make one wiser like God. So everything about the first sin in the universe was caused by Lucifer. And when you go and read, it was, that's what the Bible, they call it seven, is it five or seven eyes? I will ascend above the two. Everything was I, I, I. Give me that scripture. Is this uh, Isaiah or Ezekiel, one of them? Hmm? I will ascend above. Let me show you the first sin. You know, you know angels sin before men sin. James wrote it that the God spared not the angels that sin. Are you getting it? And the angels that sin, the first angel that sin is called Lucifer. Well, it's debatable. Some say it's an archangel. Some also believe that it's not an archangel because he was just an anointed cherub. But rather, Michael and Gabriel are archangels. But this guy was not. But well, debatable. That's theology. Some people believe that he was one because of the power God gave to him. For thou hast said in thy heart, listen to what God said, huh? I will ascend. Have you getting it? Now, come back to verse number 12 and look at it. <laughs> huh? How are that falling from heaven? Oh, Lucifer. Give me the New Living Translation. Let me see whether you come back. One. How are you falling from heaven? Oh, shining star, son of the morning. You have been thrown down to the earth. You who destroyed the nations of the world. Now, watch this. <laughs> For you said to yourself. So, this is what God picked and God fired him. He, God saw it in his heart. Because in heaven, there's nothing to hide. Whatever you do, the creator, the creator, you will find it out. And so you said in your, for you said to yourself, one of the translations, you said in your heart, I like that one, I will ascend to heaven <laughs> and set my throne above the stars. I will preside on the mountain of gods, of, of, of the gods far away. Come to King James. I don't like the way this one is putting it. Come to King James. For thou art said in thy heart, I will ascend unto heaven. One. I will exalt my throne above the stars. Two, I will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the, in the size of the north. Keep on going. I will ascend above the height of the cloud. I will be like the Musa. So everything is I, I, I. Selfishness. Look at your neighbors. Do you have the eyes? Now let me come. To, let me look Lucifer and come to you. I am tired. I am not happy. I want to eat fufu. Did I tell you I want Benkumi? Say, I want fufu. Every marriage that is destroying, the word I is very common. Adultery is centered in I. Everything is selfishness. It's the number one sin. If God will heal all of us from self, selfishness, we will live heaven on earth. I'm telling you, if God gives you grace to become selfless, Living for others. 
It means that in the matrimonial home, your happiness and joy is my goal. My happiness and my joy is your goal. You have heaven. So it means that when a man is having sex with his wife, it's not his orgasm, but the woman's orgasm. You see, the problem we have is that we have generals in our time who only show us their trophy. They don't show us their scar. That is why I learned that anything crooked can be straightened. No matter how you are thinking, the word and knowledge of God's word can straighten you up. No. If only you are determined to come out of selfishness and take the word of God as it's presented to you and walk in the commandment of God's word, oh, God can make the wrong right. Selfishness lies at the heart of nearly every marital problem. Every marital problem. You know, my, my, my friend, Dr. Richard Roberts, said something. He said that... Um, what did Dr. Richard Robert even said? He said that all married problems are what? Eh? What? Now, God has given me the revelation of that thing Richard Robert told me. That all married problems is sex and mommy. Many years ago, mommy will let me watch a movie. Be. What is a movie? I know it uh, is it marrying your enemy or something? Do you remember the title? Sleeping with your enemy. Yes. I'm trying to remember that movie. I can't know a wicked Baokai. Yeah, he tripped yeah. Sleeping with your enemy, yes. I was somewhere. I don't remember the movie. I will have to get it for me to watch it again. I will get some points from it. I mean, yeah. Selfishness. Eddie Murphy was interested in, uh, 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 what do we call it? Uh, Lisa. He was a prince, but he became a laborer. Be careful the way what you call love. Oh, a lot of my daughters say they are not sharp. Jacob paid dowry for 14 years. Edimofi became a labor. The day Lisa's father saw that the guy is a prince, she was shocked. He said he has his own money. He stepped down. The way the guy is in a rush, there is no love. The pressure is very suspicious. Because when people are in love, they give room for time. And they have patience. And they pay the price till the right time. And I love what he said. Lisa, I wanted you to marry me for who I am. Not what I am. We will come to that. Are you marrying the guy for who he is? Or what he has? And you know, I have a problem with you. A worker. Now back I practice what is you. Can you imagine when I was caught in my person be seeing me probably be seeing me? That is why I learned how to climb trotro, which is called ongoing. No, you only know what it is, and you cannot tell what it becomes tomorrow. No, a generation that want already made. And no wonder young girls are chasing people's husbands. How did the guy, do you know the guy that you are following, do you know his beginning? Somebody has to work on him. Hmm. I'll tell you something, Jeremiah said he hit me too much. He said you hate your pastor's wife because you don't give her attention, but your pastor's wife, your pastor pastors you, but he pastors the man. He listed 10 points about a pastor. 
So in the bedroom, I have a, I have a pastor. Now, the state of that pastor determines your state. You come and deal with that. If you work in a company, don't undermine your chief executive wife. If you see a man has come and struck it rough, what is it? I give assignment he doesn't do. He has not got ministration at the church. The bedroom church. It determines the potter's church. If the bedroom church is weak, if the bedroom church is confused, the church will be. That is why Paul was writing Timothy. He said that the man that will become a bishop should be the man that handled his house where? The qualification of a bishop and a deacon. Go and read it. Push them aside. One man of God said, the purpose of marriage may not be happiness as much as it is holiness. The better one said later. <laughs> huh? Look at your neighbor and say, that shall be completely selfless. For the marriage to work. That shall be completely what? For the marriage to what? Look at what Paul said in Philippians chapter 2 verse 3. Give me the NIV version. NIV version. Now, do nothing of selfish ambition. Let's all read this. Ready? Go. Do nothing of selfish ambition or vain deceit, but in humility consider others better than yourself. Consider that woman you have married better than yourself. Think about her joy. Let's work on this. Think about the joy of your husband. Mm. Is this guy happy? Is this guy happy? I love what a Nigerian woman of God said. He said, after I caught a revelation about my responsibility as a woman, I told God, if my husband failed, hold me responsible. Mm. I said, Kai, I wish every woman would say this. Mm. He said, I read the Bible and I came to the conclusion, I said that, he said, I've got to go and say, Lord, if my husband fail, hold me responsible. Because there are men in the Bible, they fail because of their wife. Do nothing out of what? It means I don't marry out of selfish ambition. Don't do anything out of selfish ambition. Don't come to church and join a group out of selfish ambition. Don't be quick to do the wedding out of selfish ambition. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain deceit. But in humility, consider your husband or your wife better than yourself. And this is what makes heaven on earth. Young people, old people, middle age, those running away, those who entry. This is the key way. Look at the message Bible. Look at the message Bible. What? Don't push your way to the front. Don't switch talk your way to the top. Put yourself aside and help others get ahead. His scripture that kills selfishness. This is what made the marriage work. Put yourself aside. It's not about me. It's not about me. It's not about me now. It's about events. It's not about me. It's not about me. It's about my, my, the, the reason I'm living is you. I am going to stand before Jesus and make account for your life. It's not about me. If we can come to this scripture 
things will work. That is the point I just gave to you. All the married troubles is connected to this one. Selfishness. First commandment, thou shalt be selfless. Thou shalt be selfless. Thou shalt be completely selfless for the marriage to work. Thou shalt be completely selfless for the church to work. Thou shalt be completely selfless for the choir to stand. Thou shalt be completely selfless for the protocol to work. Any group discouraging, any group scattering, there is selfishness. It's the root of all the problems. The reason Africa cannot develop is selfishness. One person wants to, want to get one million out of 500,000 contracts. How can we go forward? I go to America and I'm writing in UK and I'm driving in the streets of those countries and all I can see is that a certain generation has, has laid their life for this generation. A certain generation forget about themselves. They fought for the other generation. Are we fighting for our children? No. Are we fighting for our children? Are we fighting for our children? This is the key scripture. Selfishness is the root for poverty. Selfishness is the root for somebody throwing food away and somebody doesn't have something to eat. Selfishness is the reason why marriages are broken. Sometimes the word I am sorry, I am, will, will stop a lot of marriage from going to the divorce court. But selfish people have, cannot say I am sorry. It's about me. It's about me. It's about me. It's about me. Even if you want to eat fufu and you come, your wife says, Tyson, he has done rice. Self, selflessness will let you eat it like that. I mean, I, I enjoy the rice, but then I can come to fufu. And I don't know. Did I tell you I want to do this? And when the arrogance is there. So when you come to, when you come to the King James, there is a word he used there. Come to the King James and watch this. Come to the King James. Let nothing be down through strife or vainglory eh? but in lowliness of mind let each esteem themselves better no at least eh, the new living translation i don't know which one one of them used the word humility one of them used the word one of them is humble yes he said that don't be selfish don't try to impress others but what so you see pride is rooted in selfishness Anybody that is proud is also a selfish person. Can't separate the two. And nothing can make people walk in deception like pride. You can be proud and not know. Proud has nothing to do whether you talk or you are quiet. It's the state of the heart. The most proudest people I've seen are the most quiet people. I've seen it. I fear people who are quiet. They can do things that you will commit suicide. Their temperament is attractive. Very beautiful. You admire it, but inside, if Christ is not there, and if maturity is not there, it can be another weapon. Because even when they are angry, they won't talk. Me, when I'm angry, everybody will see. A quiet person. What can he say? You say, Bawe. Uh, serious. The most dangerous person you are hanging around, the one that is angry but still laughing. Very deceptive. You need discernment. Most of the people that are extrovert, they are very broken. 
I've seen people who are loud. Small time they are crying. I've seen people, they are quiet. They, they have never cried. <laughs> never shed one tears in their life. Very, very stiff. <laughs> Amen. The fact that you are quiet as long as you are humble. Don't deceive yourself. You see, unfortunately in Africa, we call principal people either a trimodine or wicked or something. They are not. Or children are a principal. Hallelujah. We give them different names. Amen. But most times there are people who are very quiet. So let me tell you something. Temperament is not wrong. No temperament is wrong. God created it. The fact that you are quiet, don't deceive yourself to think a quiet person is a humble person. He doesn't talk that's not me, he's humble. The only advantage he has is that he reduces his sins. Because sometimes the multitude. <laughs> So those who talk, and sometimes when there's no guidelines in the word of God, they talk and they go over the bar. But the quiet people, they are quiet, but inside. There are people who have killed their spouse. They never show any symptoms they were going to kill them. They were quiet. They can't kick people. They were also so they to move. No, no. But those who are quiet, they are just quiet. Hallelujah. A lot of African presidents were assassinated by their trusted bodyguards. No symptoms show that they were angry. Nothing shows that they were against them. Listen, lift one and say, Lord, deliver me from selfishness. Can I tell you this, honey? When selfishness leaves you, you stop fornicating. In fact, that, but, yeah, it takes a high selfishness for a woman to commit adultery. Only another man called The selfishness level is very high. It is selfishness for a man to go and commit adultery and come and sleep by his husband. So most of the sin is connected to selfishness. It's about you. When you start thinking about the other person, you won't hurt her. So it's not that you are the only one who sees nice women, you're the only one who wants to fire. Everybody gets opportunity to fire. A man was created to fire. Every man has billions of spermatozia inside them, finding a place to offload. And God said, keep it in the context of the marriage covenant. Now watch this. Hallelujah. Do you know there are men eh, in the office, women has make advances toward them, show they love them, try them, I mean, seduce them, but they escape. And they, some of them, you watch a movie, you see them say, I can't do that. I was watching a movie recently, a Nigerian movie, and, and, and it's like a, 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 a lady and his classmate, I think they were old friends, came to visit them. And one day, uh, the lady was going to market, and the friend that has come uh, wear like a transparent uh, kind of nightgown and came to sit at the hall and then sit at the, the husband, his friend husband, and put his leg on the man. And the guy pushed him and said, please, what is that? Please, 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 dad, I can't do that. Have you forgotten? This girl is your friend. I can't do that. It's a temptation. If we're to be you, selfishness. So it's not that, that girl was a very pretty girl, very attractive, but the only, the only thing the guy was talking about is that what happened to your friend? I remember he asked, what about if your friend find out this? What is going to happen? So selfishness has left the guy. I'm not impotent. You are an attractive woman, but for the sake of my wife. No. So, I wouldn't do anything to hurt this, this simple, wonderful, beautiful girl. 
I travel all over the world, sometimes there alone. But one day I said, that, What about you know? So wait, wait, somebody said, Because you're a pastor, haven't you had pastors impregnate people? Haven't you had pastors sleep with people? A pastor is not a, 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 it's a pastor in three. Is somebody understanding what I'm talking about? No. We are all the constitution. We see beautiful people. We get attracted to people. People get attracted to us. So God put it there that the fruit of the spirit, something is called self-control. No. You can go to a place to preach and somebody's in love with you. Just look at from the puppy. And I've seen people confronted me. I told you, a lady told me, I, 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 I like the way you preach, but I was just, it just painting me when I saw you were wearing a ring. Yeah, he told me, stress, 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 stress. No, stress, 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 stress. There are some places very confrontational. They, they are not hypocrites like you. No, I am matured. I can handle it. I mean, they are not hypocrites. Like, they come. There are some countries you go, they are very aggressive. They come stress, stress, stress. They tell you. As if it's a joke, but he has said it. I, he said, I couldn't just go without telling you this. I just, I just, I have to be very honest with you. You look like the man I'm looking for. A man of God, a prophet of God who has preached. No. If I say, born as you, I go and say, hi, hi, that's what it is so after that but the reason we won't do some things is because we don't want to hurt somebody when i'm walking around no 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 if i'm sitting down and the devil bring a thought of divorce i begin to look at the face of my children one day i look at them i say these children love their mother they love their mother they love me they love their mother whatever any one of them do and the one find out that this is their call they will hate that person so there are people who out of selfishness has created more wounds wounds and god's grace must come and repair it Amen. when the mistake is done only god can come there and take it out i'm telling you dysfunctional people now you can go and marry from a woman from a young girl who hates marriage because of what you saw his parents do and only the church can correct this one this is the scripture what is the scripture i put it there is the NIV is the NIV do nothing out of selfishness selfish ambition or vain deceit now watch this um, our normal one problem which is selfishness make this scripture tough I'll say that again because of the selfishness problem we have it is tough to obey the scripture I do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain deceit but in humility consider your husband your wife others better than who yourself message bible that is what i love watch this huh? don't push your way to the front mm -hmm. listen the head of the woman is the man the head of the man is christ the head of christ is God. So there's something called hierarchy. Don't push your way to the front. If this one takes headship position, he doesn't have grace to defend it. This is where a lot of women has destroyed themselves for nothing. The battle is not natural, it is spiritual, but it has brought physical symptoms. So maybe the attack on your life is because of the state of your mind. Of the healthy position you have taken because you are richer than the guy. Mm. Have you seen that you cannot clap? I'm still warming up. What's this? Don't.
push your way to the front if the front is not for you. No. It is easy for me to see me preach and think that you can preach better. Take the microphone. All the forces that attack preaching will come after you. If God has not given you the defense for the calling, you will fall down here dead. Symptoms of selfishness. Uh huh. What is the symptoms of malaria? Poponyanyas and, and temperature. So Obi that is why when somebody gets it, the first thing they do is that they touch your body. Huh? So malaria has its symptoms. All every sickness has symptoms. What are the symptoms of, of, of selfish? Number one, immaturity. So anybody that is, is selfish, these symptoms will show immaturity. Number two, the way you spend your time. <laughs> How you spend your time. Does your family have your attention? Some of you close from work and you bring the work, the, the office back to the house. Hmm. You have stayed in office from, you left the house five o'clock. You have come back to the house around eight o'clock. You are still on computer saying you are working. Hmm. Hmm. Symptoms of selfishness. Wife is not important. Children are not important. It's about you. And I'll come to Africa and tell the African men that the father you give a woman money does not mean she has to be satisfied. It's no money that makes marriage satisfied. If you give a woman 10,000 Ghana cities a day and you don't give her attention, you are still killing her. Let me see if I wrote some scriptures under immaturity. Everyone, look at somebody and say, Are you immature? Ask the person, Are you immature? Tell the person, chances are that you are selfish. Oh, tell them, tell them, tell them. Don't be afraid. I've given you the power to say. Tell the person, you do have symptoms of immaturity. Chances are that you are what? Uh-huh. Do you remember? I said, Jesus told us to be childlike and not childish. Huh? Then the second one is what? Time choices. Time choices. How you choose to spend your time time choices how you choose to spend your time it means that also for i travel to america my family i remember during the lockdown i carry them when i'm coming to preach they are with me when i go back they are going when i come they are come my child my two my my first and second children child, the two of them they were in boarding house for six months from january to to when was it june and i went there once they couldn't see me how are you girl are you okay hey daddy are you preaching that so let me take them and let me have time with them my assignment cannot be an excuse for them to be depressed they have to have my time time choices number three symptoms of selfishness insensitivity you are not sensitive to what is happening to your wife you are not sensitive to what is happening to your can't you see this lady is dying can't you see he's putting on weight? Can't you see he's slamming down? Can't you see his body figure is changing? It's depression. It's getting very quiet. Can't you see it? Can't you see the way he's getting miscarriage? What has opened up for the demonic attack? Insensitivity. Insensitivity symptoms of immaturity you must be by the time if my wife change i will know yes, he doesn't need to open his mouth i will pick it immediately he will pretend but i will know it yes, i will just pick it that something is not correct mm. 
I may decide not to talk. Depends on how the Holy Ghost led me. At that time or later. But if he changed a second, I've lived with her for more than two decades. I should be able to sensitive enough to know what is wrong with her. Now listen. African women are not like the Western women. <laughs> Can I get a man that is wearing suit or something? In Christ, he said, if a white man wants to have sex with his husband, come from a honey, how are you doing? Ah, and, no, young man with only me. Makuma could be on the voter hall, and I'm a bonny bit But naturally, naturally, I, I remember one, one of my friends, his pastor's wife, one day we were talking, and then sex matter came and said, Prof, ask for me, I won't come. But if you are ready, I'm ready. You come. But me, I mean, but all the time you are well ready, Nebra. So that is it. But then you have to be sensitive enough. Because if you don't take care, you can marry a woman who doesn't know how to demand sex. But you should be sensitive enough to know. And if possible, bring her to that level. Most of the things you watch in a movie is acting. It's not those people who do those things in a the movie, they can't do it in reality. When they come to reality, most of them, their marriages are not even working. And to a bitch, I want to say, uh, action! <laughs> stop, 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 stop. Director, no, I don't know what Okay, let's, let's go over again. Uh, come on, come on, come on, come on, two, are you ready? Action! Acting. And the way you are basing your marriage on the movie and come on there is acting. This is the reality. You have to come to understand to understand that some of our women, based on their upbringing, based on where they come from, there are certain things you watch in a the movie, they can't practically show you that thing. Because their upbringing does not permit them. It's not now you are going to force your wife to be a ninja. His upbringing is not a ninja upbringing. Your wife is not a kung fu. His... He was not born in Japan. He was not born in, in Shanghai. He was not born in Chefon. He was not born in Foshen. He was born in Ochibompiso. There is no Kung Fu Karate there. He went to school at Odogono Secondary School. Oh my goodness, I feel like preaching, but let me stop this thing. Are you getting what I'm talking about? So listen, so many people are destroying their marriage because of acting. Acting acting movie they watch those things and they want to bring it the things you are watching is not rare it's acting one day i'm watching a movie with mommy oscar i said no no this is what we are dealing with we have to come to the place to understand sensitivity sensitivity i i know my wife's cycle when the cycle comes his body changes and i'm aware of it i know everything I follow the date. I follow everything. If it tells me this, 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 I know. Insensitivity is a sign of immaturity. Symptoms of selfishness. You are not concerned. Even my little daughters, I know their cycles. I know. I've studied everything about them. When they are going to marry, I'll teach their husbands. About everyone, this and this and this. When we see this, don't shout on her. No. Yes, and his mother got angry. Now, I tried to say, girl. She's going through accent. She was dealing with his daughter because she's a woman. And I said, okay, leave her, leave her. But I understand her. I am not only studying their mother, I'm studying them. Wow. But the reason the mother is dealing with her is that 
His mother can handle pain, but he can't. I was going to meditate. I was going to tell this girl, this your daughter is not like you because mommy can handle pain. She can, the thing can be very, by the time you, you see her say, Ajay, it means that it's deep. But this one is totally different. You are insensitive. Because your wife doesn't ask any money, you don't do her, you don't give her any money. You don't do any shopping for her. You don't take care of anything. One of my sons, a young pastor, came to tell daddy, I'm taking my wife on a vacation. I say, God bless you. You are picking your father's spirit. You don't need to go to America. They choose one some countries be around to go. I say, go, enjoy life. She will love you. She will, she will know. When you come back, you see that she has changed. It will hardly for her to oversort your food. Most of the salty food you are eating is intentional. Today I go to vacation in America. I started going to Sugakope. There's a spa here. I used to take my wife there years ago. I take my children and we go to breakfast on the boat. Canoe, you know, the base of the breakfast. Then we are there. I, then I went to Buzia Beach, attack Rade. You must go to Togakope before you go to America Kope. God will not take you to America Kope unless you have gone to Sogakope. Give the Lord a clap of it. I'm preaching. Why do you want to walk without crawling? Why do you want to run without trotting? Why do you want to fly without running? Hey! You are sitting that protrude your mouth. When I want to go to America, go to Sogakope first. If you are faithful in literature, you can be faithful in great. So, it is not a different thing. Today, I don't need to go to vacation. And we go to Sugakope. There was a time, do you remember we went to spa? They put us in something. That was my first time because there's something they call sauna. At Chebe, 18 years, because I didn't, hey, I didn't even ask my whole TV phrase. I didn't, 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 my wife told me, he said that, boy, relax. I said, man, relax. He said, Tomo, I said, dear way. Meaning, me and you, you tell me, I said, and the panty, and you tell me, and one said, I said, I don't know, I'm pissing in foot trouble, and one said, I found We finished, they put us down, give us massaging. You hear what I'm going to say? I didn't find massaging. I find power. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. This is about 18, 20 years ago. No. Stop. Be sensitive. Your wife, may not, you may marry a woman. She may not do this, but it will be a surprising thing. And can we go there? Nice. Start from somewhere. Save money, small, small for that. Save small, small, small. Cross the assembly doors. Too much. I take quasem. Work and work and work and work and work and work. It's not a blessing to work and work and work and not enjoy the fruit of your labor. Who are you? People work and they will die. Their family will come and take the money. How many have I given to you? What is the first one? Second one? Time choice. Third one? Let me add one to it. Symptoms of selfishness, stubbornness. Symptoms of selfishness. You are stubborn. What come thing? Stubbornness. Look, last your neighbor, are you stubborn? Ephesians chapter 5 verse 22. Ephesians 5 22. <laughs> Did I give you scripture for insensitivity? No. Huh? Ephesians 5 17. Who read it 5? Oh, Paul wrote all those things from 5 16 17. Ephesians 5 16. Watch this. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. That is time consciousness. 
time choices, redeeming the time. That's the scripture containing redeem. So all the book of Ephesians from that going, Paul was talking about symptoms of immaturity. So this one is redeeming the time. Time spend time with the family. Make time for them. Make time for them. Amen. Make time for them. I was in America and somebody took us on what is called uh, uh, what do they call water park or whatever they call it. And I was in a roller coaster with my children. No, I have to go there. One day the just said, Daddy, will you go? If you go, I will go. I said, no, let's go. I have to motivate you. And that is a joy. That is a joy. I cook for them. I do things for them. I, I mean, just do your best and leave the rest for God. The joy of having a stable, sound matrimonial home. Or any other thing get blessed. Every other thing around you get prospered. It is not in your good interest to live in a home full of tension and strife and confusion and misunderstanding. The devil is your neighbor. The devil is your neighbor. Do everything in your right. Hallelujah. Go to chapter 17 for, for insensitivity. Wherefore, be ye not unwise but understanding. So, sensitivity is connected to understanding. Every understanding person is a sensitive person. She can never, you cannot have the spirit of understanding and walk in insensitivity. Understanding broadens your scope of the way you relate to one another. And the, the, the Hebrew writer, with all that getting, get understanding. So get the degree, get the masters, get all the things, but get understanding. You can get all those things without understanding. Then you come to stubbornness. Verse number 22. Wives, submit yourself. Wife, submit yourself. Stubbornness. No stubborn person can submit. Submit yourself to your own husband as unto the Lord. Now go down and look at it. Look at it. The husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And, and he is the savior of the body. Now go down. Go down. Therefore, as the church is subject to Christ, so let wives submit to their own husband in how many things? Sex, cooking, kissing, everything. Submission means that go home. I rebuke the spirit of Barashios. Go home. Therefore, as the church is subject to Christ, so let oh the, I think it's in the book of Colossians where Paul said that submit yourself one to the other. Submit submission is not one higher person and the lower person submitting is people of the same equal standard but one decide to step down so god the father is not higher than god the son but because he stepped down to come to the earth then the head of christ is god so i and the father are one but on the basis of where i am now based on the principles of the heavenly standard i have submitted myself so again when you submit it doesn't make you a lower person it doesn't make you cheap you're still who you are but you are just obeying god stubbornness 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 is a symptoms of what immaturity look at somebody and say grow now let me end with this one the difference between covenant marriage and contract marriage Prophet Nanao can't say. Ah. 
it's a covenant marriage, it's based on love. If it's contract marriage, it's based on law. So draw two lines. Or try going to details. Covenant marriage, love. Contract, law. Huh? Juma, make sure say five, no do Because they be a medifufu. So we now to be go for phone Pack on Contract. I'll run the details. I'll give you scriptures. The difference between. So if you see these symptoms, all these are symptoms of selfishness. If you see these two operating, if you see the marriage is based on the understanding of covenant, it is based on love. And love comes with adjustment. I really don't like this food, but because you cook, I have to eat it. I am tired for sex now, but because of the love and the covenant, I am ready to go the extra mile. If it is, con- do you know there are some married people that is a timetable for sex? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every Wednesday, nine forty-five to ten fifteen. If you mix the time, it is gone. I share good. Do you remember the picture where a woman has boys? Do you have those pictures there? A woman put a, a needle, a needle, a needle, a nail, a nail in between them. What that? And now they that do I will borrow their two on me and them. Maybe they've, they've deleted it. Somebody said they are observing social distance. Amen. Ask somebody, is your marriage or the marriage you are going to enter or the one you have entered, is it, mar- is it contract or covenant? Ask them. If it's a covenant, it's motivated by commitment. If it's a contract, it's motivated by compulsion. If it's covenant, it's an assumed relationship to death do us apart. If it is contract, prepare for marriage to fail. Every contract marriage is preparing to fail. If it's covenant, till death do us apart. The first one is based on love. The other one is based on law. Second point one. Motivated by what? Commitment. That is covenant love. Huh? That is covenant Contract motivated by what? Compulsion. You push you. Uh-huh. If it's covenant, assumes relationship. And it's, the assumption is that they do us apart. If it's contract, prepares for marriage to fail. Now, if it's covenant, what is mine is yours. If it's contract, protect what is mine. So the marriage that is based on covenant, what is mine is yours. Everything I have is yours. The one that is contract, I'm protecting what I have. I can build a house without your knowledge. You can build a house without my knowledge. I have no idea about my bank account. Even if I have money in my account, eh, my wife should know that this account is here and this amount of money is inside. I don't have any secret account anywhere that my wife is not aware. No. If it is covenant... What is mine is yours. But if it is contract, I'm protecting mine. Most of the marriage that's working, that's not working. It's based on contract and not covenant. The one that is from God is based on covenant and not contract. 
I don't have anything that is my name. Eh? My house, I cannot say park and go. I'd rather should park. Everything we have, we work for it together. There is no, everything we own is our name. Yeah, it's for both of us. I don't have anything somewhere that my wife's name is not on it. And we'll come to the place tomorrow and show the two shall be one. That is another dimension. I'll come to the place to show you the naked and not ashamed. It does not only mean without dress, it means transparency. Nothing to hide. Nothing to hide. Nothing. Nothing. Don't let material things destroy your marriage. You brought nothing to do, so you take nothing away. No. Because dimensions be. So go and analyze what I'm teaching. Is it contract or covenant? Now, the guy's face shows that it's the woman who put in a nail there. This guy's life is very short. The guy has suffered. Please look for the guy for me and drag him. I want to help him. Now, my means maybe I want to die. Then the friend said, When you be who came Oh, I want to propose a song out of this. As if we are laughing, but there are things like this happening. The way you are laughing, I hope you are not. That is the end. As if this thing is a joke. Some of the things they act is rare. It means that. Some of the houses, there are no physical nails, but they are spiritual. What is the difference between a nail and your husband's order? Please, please, excuse me, please. Please, I'm tired, please. Even if you give him a sif, the internal children unconcerned selfishness. You will even enjoy, you will even participating in sex in sin when you were not a Christian with your boyfriend, that now you are in a covenant marriage. You used to give your boyfriend sex in a car. You used to give your boyfriend sex in, in somewhere under the wall. Today you are married. Under the wall, I'm in the foundation. That's what I'm trying to say. talking about all these things are happening in the church there are women here who used to satisfy their boyfriend but then they are penalizing their wives their husbands and i read somewhere that when you deny a man sex you will reduce his age tomorrow i'll be lost one hour two hours the minimum lose 30 minutes it means Hundred years, eleven forty-five. You are gone. It's there. It's not easy. Right? Only a man can understand what it takes for the man to have the feeling for sex and his dinner. Insensitive man can push him into adultery. The only advantage the Christian ladies do that is that some of them know their husband will not go anywhere. God Himself will step into the matter because you are taking advantage. Yeah? Don't take somebody's leniency to be his foolishness. Not an easy thing. So we talk about that. Hallelujah. Hmm? Uh, I did wait. Hey, woman, I'm going to share Bible. Defraud ye not one another. 
He said, when you marry, your body is not for you by your husband. It, it means that the day you marry, you don't own your body again. No. Mommy's body is my body. This body, I have access to it. Seven days in a week. 30 days in a month. 24 hours in a day. 365, no. Leap year, 366. If you are not clapping, you are not born again. This is it. I don't want to hear that. And today, I went to work. I'm tired. Did I go to work? Somebody was pregnant and he said the husband is deserving him uh, with sex. I said, you are the one that is pregnant. Is the man pregnant? You are the one that is pregnant. Am I pregnant? So you are pregnant. I am not pregnant. Carry your pregnancy. There is no way the Bible says when you are pregnant, you can't have sex. So the nine months you are pregnant, where should your husband go? I even learned from a gynecologist that the more you have sex in pregnancy, the easier you can deliver. Some of you ladies, you are not, you have never given birth, but you say yes. And no, no. There's a lady that says yes, yes, yes. And so would that. Let me give you the final one. Huh? Covenant and what? Contract. Your interest is my interest. Covenant. Your interests are my interests. Contract. I secure only my interests. It's not an excuse. Somebody said that uh, because I'm pregnant, you can't lie on me. Your pregnancy is not an excuse. This is what it is. So the father you are pregnant told me you are sick. Are you getting it? And you cannot use pregnancy to deny a man sex. That is even the time you need it more. So that you will not struggle to deliver. Eh? But Joseph didn't touch Mary when he was. Are you? <laughs> I thank God you have quoted the scripture. I don't have time to deal with you. Now, Father, we thank you for your word. Add your blessing to the preaching of your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, because it is very elaborate and it's very deep. So, two quick questions and I've closed. Give it to that lady over there. Yes, my dear, go ahead. What's your name? My name is Kukua. Go ahead, Google. Yes. I want to ask the difference between compulsion and certain principles in the home. You see, the word compulsion is like, it can be used as in the demonology. Compulsion is being forced to do something. Are you getting it? You are forced to do something. But the other one I didn't get it right is a certain principle in the home. What principle are you talking about? So the word compulsion, it depends on what is a compulsion. For instance, there's something we call demonic compulsion. So the devil can exert the spirit of compulsion. That means that you do something and you regret. Or let me put it this way. You do it against your will. So when you do something against your will, you don't like it, but something is pushing you to do it. Then you are what is called demonic compulsion. It depends on how you use the word. Did I mention anything compulsion that caught your attention? What did I say? On what point? Um, contract marriage uh-huh. is motivated by compulsion. Which one? And contract marriage uh-huh. is motivated by compulsion. 
Uh -huh. And the other one is and what? And the covenant marriage is motivated by commitment. By commitment. So, you see, if you look at the point I'm making, I said this, I said the opposite one. So, the commitment has to do with the father. I'm committed to the things that will make the marriage happy. Compulsory means that it's another word for compulsory. It means that, like I give you an example, if you remember, I said that I want to eat fufu on Sunday. That means that whether you are tired to do it or not, you have to do it. It means that you are under kind of compulsion or pressure to do it. But if it's commitment, then I love to eat the fufu. But because of your situation, I am eating so bengu. I think I say all these things somewhere. Just to explain the point of the word. But you want to find out what is what? Certain principles in the home or for the family. To, to live in between the two. What God wants to live is a covenant one. Remember, I am talking under selfishness. And I'm talking about thou shalt be selfless. So all the side of the covenant is a demonstration of selfless person. And all the side of the law is a demonstration of a selfish person. So I'm just giving you the difference between a selfless person and a selfish person. The attitude of selflessness and the attitude of selfishness. So when it's selfish, it is compulsion. When it's selfless, it works on commitment. Is it coming out? Yes, please. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now all these things, all these things, it needs mutual agreement. There's one thing we all must understand. Two cannot work and say they be in agreement. Everything I'm teaching, both parties must work hard to make it work. Marriage is not one person. It takes two people to get successful marriage. So if this one is playing his part, you have also played your part. That means that I am just talking about, I only use food like Sunday. What, what can you also do that make it appear like you are putting your, your husband under compulsion? But because of time, I can't say everything. So if you say principle, the principle is still be selfless. Every one of us here, if anything happens to a relationship, the major sickness and the major symptom that causes it to happen is what? Selfishness. And the first commandment is thou shalt be selfless. That means thou shalt not be selfish. Yes, my dear. Yes, my name is Eunice. I mm -hmm. don't know. I... Auntie Eunice, go ahead. We've talked about the role of knowledge in sustaining marriage. Mm -hmm. I'm not the one who said Dr. Masmoro. Sorry. <laughs> I only quoted it. Okay. So. But go ahead. I still want to hear your question. Please, a situation where one spouse is not really very knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. How do you go about it? He has, to, he has to go for the knowledge. Yes, but uh, you felt that everybody has no knowledgeable. We are all learning. The problem comes when you refuse to learn. And that is Everything what that I am saying, uh, it will not take us one day to get there. Even me, I'm still learning. I have not arrived. I have not even started. So, the problem comes when people say, me their son, I'm here. They are not ready to learn. Okay. You are not in control of how somebody should learn. I pray that you have one that has a teachable spirit. But if you don't get that one, then you still have to be in the realm of enduring and not enjoy. There are things in life you are not in control of. One, there are things only God can do. There are things only God knows. 
There are things only God understands. And there are things only God can explain. I didn't get to that side. I stopped it somewhere. So, much as I'm preaching, there are people who sit here, listen to me, and still not practice what I'm saying. That is why Paul said, in all things, give thanks. Because there are things you cannot explain. And there are things you cannot understand. God doesn't give it ability to understand everything. So things are certain people, they are asking, why me? But nobody can give the answer. So, I'm preaching, but the fact that I'm preaching does not mean everybody is going to have the tendency to change. That is a choice you have to make. People still go to church, but people are still living in sin. Jesus died for everybody, but people are still going to hell. So all those going to hell, you are still pay price for them. It's like sickness. Everybody's sickness is paid for, but if you don't appropriate it, you can still die in sickness. So that appropriation is your responsibility. So when you ask me, why? What can you do? It's a very difficult question to answer. I am not in control of how even mommy loves me. Mommy is not in control of how I love her. But if we decide to obey God and do it the way God said it, then heaven on earth has started. Amen. My name is Awo. My uh -huh. question has to do with the sex part. Uh-huh. Did I go there today? Yes. Okay, uh -huh. go ahead. Go ahead. Papa, you know the stress we go through when you close from work, you get mm. home. Sometimes you... Hey, what's your problem? Now you ask me, I know the stress you go through. I am here to know, but for now, I don't know. But you can go ahead. I'll still answer. Amen. Papa, you go home, you take care of the kids. You are tired. Right. And then he comes in the evening demanding for sex. At least, can't you say today that you are tired? So we should reschedule it to another time. <laughs> the answer to the question is the way I'm going and I'm coming back. Second Corinthians chapter 6 and verse number 16. <laughs> 7 from verse 1. There. Okay, 7 5. Defraud ye not one another. Okay, let's go to verse number 4 first. Eh? Verse number 4. Go to verse 3. Mommy, I'm asking your question. <laughs> Now, King James said, they ever got New Living Translation. The husband should fulfill his wife's sexual needs. And the wife should fulfill her husband's needs. Both of them sexual. The wife gives authority over her body to her husband. And the husband gives authority over his body to his wife. And God knows that you have gone through stress. Do not deprive each other of sexual relationship irrespective of the stress. It is not there. The stress is not there. So you see, I was questioning is a sign that you still didn't pick what I said. Selflessness. The stress is there. But because I want to please you, that is why I gave you the scripture. 
I read that scripture from every, almost every translation. It is in your book. And I show it to you. Look at what the Bible says. Do not deprive each other of sexual relationship unless you both agree to refrain from sex. Look at the message Bible. Watch the message Bible. Watch this. Abstain from sex is permissible for a period of time if you both agree to it. And if it is for a purpose of prayer and fasting, but only for such times, not closing work and you are stressful, only for such times, then come back together again. Satan has an indigenous way of tempting us when we less expect it. Now, the reason why you shouldn't use the work as an excuse is that she, he can be tempted. And now, girl, let me talk to you as a man. When the man's sexual needs arise, it is a drive God put in a man. It must be met. So in marriage, they say, to avoid fornication, that is why we push to marry. Now, let me tell you a second thing. Let me show you something. Everybody listen to this one. One day God will bless you, and if God has blessed you now, you can have a house with a house. Eh? There are some things another woman can do for your husband. She can cook for her. She can wash his things. She can iron his things. But that one, no other woman can meet that need. In the context of God's instruction, you are the only one anointed to meet it. I don't want to go to details. There are things you are pushing me to say, but I'll tell you. Do you know some men? Eh? I know some men. When their sexual appetite comes up, and you deny them, they can have pain in their abdomen yeah. for a very long time. To most, I don't know. I had to say, tomorrow na abesha another now. Mommy, it's a lot, and you see, we we have people have. The, the religious and the hypocrisy in the church has not let us become great to people and tell her what I'm preaching is not an easy thing for me to preach because maybe somebody sitting there insulting me because all the religious people they can be watching insult because to you don't even talk about sex in church but they do it because if you look at Jesus and say you use the word hypocrite more than any other strong word you hypocrite, you hypocrite. We, so there are people watching with a religious spirit. They will be offended. I'm talking about sex, but they are daughter. So the religious spirit makes you do the, a set of rules to meet God, but they are not spiritual. I have not lost my mind though. This boy preaching this thing, I am, I am by the grace of God, I'm a very spiritual man. I wish in the context of the Bible. I can give you any other, any other, uh, uh, I can give you an excuse or, or, or validate what we're talking about. So, my friend Richard Robert, who was married for 40 years, said that all sex married problems are to money and sex. And one of the major things is what you just asked. This question you just asked has destroyed more marriages than any other thing. They won't tell you this is the reason why they are backing off. But as a result of denying him sex, you can put a man in unforgiveness, bitterness, resentment, until the spirit of adultery is stepping. 
Stand to your feet. So, it is, it is not arguable. It, it, it has no substitute. If he has never touched you, fine. But once he makes the move, surrender. Now, did you hear what I said? Surrender. You don't have a choice. There is nothing like, no, don't talk about tiredness. I'm telling you, well, this lady has woke her up in a deep sleep. Ask her. What the power? Ask her. No. You have to be sleeping by be receiving it. What's the word? No, is that some of you are hypocrite, but that's a fact. There are places deep sleep now. Normally, where African one that's what I'm telling you. I'll tell you something on Sunday. We, the Africans, the lucky we, we are this time. The women don't disturb us. But the question you ask when you go to the west is rather the men that rather beg. That is why where. That is why most of the black people, black women that marry white men, the marriage don't work. But the black, the white men that marry the black women, it works. Because I'll bring you to the place to see that you can marry a man with a high sex drive. All the men in this room, our sex drive is different. Maybe this, this, this guy can have sex three times in a day. But maybe me, I can do only one. Maybe this man can go five times in a day. Oh, no, man like that. Do you remember? Do you remember the lady I read this testimony? He said, after three rounds, that's it. Pa, 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 pa. It's not a matter of go and drink water and come home. It is called marathon race. What is that? It's a revolving gun. Yeah. Pasabe says it's called revolving gun. It's only two. I said, go, 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 go. That is the gun. Oh, gun, a bullet in the cell. That is it. Now, we'll talk about that on Sunday. That means that, well, if you don't take a. And that is why I say, get knowledge. You have to have knowledge about who you have married. If you have sex Monday, the nearest, the earliest, and some of the women can tell, the earliest time you try against maybe Friday or the next week. Some of them too. That same day, and you know, I said, Oh, you want to buy it. And you know, 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 you you there are some like that. There are some, so, and we have also women like that. There are women with a very high sex drive. And you cannot say you are tired. Amen. Yeah, it's there. So if you base the thing only on love, 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 you have to have knowledge. knowledge. Add knowledge to that. Why? It means that the way I call it sex, you know, that is his drive. I cannot kill this thing and lose my marriage. I must exercise for it. So go to the gym, learn how to swim. Uh, if possible, go and learn yoga. I mean, kung fu. Go then, who kayak cool? Then yeah, you, you have to you have to work for it. Yeah, you have to work for it. It is there. No, the fact that we are in church does not mean we don't have a life in the bedroom. 
we have life different lives hallelujah different that in fact that is the reason why god doesn't want to have to have sex until we marry so that the one you are having sex is the only experience you have we are going to talk about that on sunday the experience of having different experiences and coming it means that you have to make mental adjustment i'm going to talk about that we're going to deal with that one so that some of you if you don't take care you'll carry a hangover because we are there you are there you cannot leave your memory it takes grace a cup but your wife won't seem to so it takes time so never be to take it time it cannot go there are people there they are having wedding in the church they are marching but the affair with their last boyfriend is that six months no I have sex with the guy six months die. Many have sex on Sunday, on Friday. Fr- Sunday I'm back church, and I'm bare born again. Me mm-hmm. born again two weeks in a woman also be one. Yeah. And I'm bare born again. I was immature Christian. Mm-hmm. Six months down, I pressing our enemy. My last sexual affairs yeah. is six months. Me I no be a year no. A year six months to. It's going to break the six months one. Until yeah. I have six months memory of before you came. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That memory will take time before yeah. it goes. All these things, they don't talk about it. When things start happening in the marriage, they start, No, it doesn't work by breaking and you're breaking yourself. You need knowledge. What about two people that are married? The girl is a virgin, but the guy is not. What about the one? The serious one is when the girl, normally, when the girl is not a virgin, the guy is a virgin, it works. But when the guy is not a virgin, and the girl is a virgin. It has all of them has their complications. There must be mental adjustment. You can marry a woman who has had experience with five boys. You can marry a boy who can have experience with 20 girls. Sometimes they won't tell you. But that is the fact. We all caught in. We don't tell everything to our spouse. But it does not mean the reality is not there. And it brings up. So God wishes that the guy to marry is the only one. What about even the one that was who are married, you want to commit adultery? To answer your question, nobody should get there. As for that one, if you have been doing it, today when you go home, tell your honey that any time I've denied you sex, forgive me. I promise you that if I've done anything like that, even if you have not, you don't remember, sometimes make an attempt to ask for forgiveness. When you ask, if there's anything in them, it will start coming out. Sometimes the way to bring the thing out is to step in a state of apology. I went to church today. What did he preach? It has really touched me. Boy, if I've ever denied you sex, even unconsciously, forgive me. Oh, sir. The moment I've been telling him, now. No, sometimes they, they are not talking, but they have things inside them. So they voice it up. And it's good. Sometimes it's good to get your spouse to talk. Once the talking comes, the pain leaves. They talk, I promise I'm very sorry. I promise you that from today. If, if you want it 10 times in one minute, tell me. And then you surrender. And then you make mental adjustment. It will work. Yes, sir. It will work. We have not talked about that. God richly bless you for coming.
Lift up your hands and pray. Say, Lord, help me to practice what I have heard. Lift your voice and pray that prayer for two minutes. Lord, give me grace to practice the things I've heard. Don't Shabbat. let me no, take no, it no, for no, granted. Lord, help Don't let me, me pretend I know. I know you want me to hear this at this time because of where you are taking me. Please give me grace to practice the things I've heard. I'm very, very grateful. Thank you. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. For further inquiries, contact Belt Prayer Center P.O. Box GP21421 Accra. Telephone plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.